0: Hey folks, welcome to a special bonus episode of Rocket, brought to you by the second week and the first full week of January 2021. (laughs) That's our sponsor, this episode. (laughs) Uh, So what's just happened in the last hour or so? Um, Grain of salt here, but just now uh, Twitter has said that they have permanently suspended Trump's Twitter account.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this follows Facebook. Uh, Reddit has also banned um, our Donald Trump. So the Donald has been gone for a while. Most of them have moved to the Donald dot win. But uh, Reddit has suspended the or banned the the Donald Trump subreddit. Uh, Twitter has permanently suspended his Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, Snapchat, uh, I believe, um, uh, Twitch was there a TikTok I'm not even sure basically if he had platforms a TikTok, are now.
2: TikTok I want to die <laughs> I mean
1: same but yeah,
2: Trump loves to make duets he, he's part of the sea shanty <laughs> TikTok and yeah that's his thing now
0: So we kind of the initial reaction to this my initial reaction was yeah but my like subliminal reaction as always is kind of like super cautious I don't know if y'all have seen that tweet Where uh, it's basically somebody going, ah, finally, Trump is going to get what he deserves. He'll never wriggle out of this one. And then Trump wriggles out of the situation quite easily. (laughs) Ah, Well, nevertheless. So that's the kind of spirit that I'm approaching it with is, oh, this is really good. But because of like all the events of the last four years, I'm like, is this is this a consequence? Am I I, seeing a consequence?
2: I think that's damage, Simone. I love you, but I think that's damage. I think I mean, it's
1: like, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm equally damaged, but in a slightly different way, because the way I see it isn't so much is he going to wriggle out of this or is he still going to find a way to communicate or whatever, because of course he will. But the way I look at it is I, I'm like, yay, this is good, but I'm also like the only reason that these companies are doing this is because they finally feel like there is no power incentive in it for them. Mm -hmm. Like he's on his way out. He's not going to keep reelected. Not not only that, but, but, but he's like toxic in a way that could actually hurt them. So I find it sort of like, I'm happy this has happened, but I also find the actions to be frankly performative and disingenuous because this is, I guess my best analogy I could make to this would be like, okay, so someone in the public who you tangentially know, but aren't close with or whatever does something or is accused of doing something bad. Now, this is a very powerful person. Now, there is there are going to be some people that will just immediately speak out against the person, but there's another set of people, and I am not saying that I'm immune for this because I certainly have, have done this before, who will be like, you know what, I'm going to keep my mouth shut until we find out how bad this is. And then when it's clear to me that I could in no way possibly need a job from this person, then i'll speak out. Right. So it's it's like a self-serving sort of thing. And again, i'm not like i'm criticizing it because i think it's performative, but i'm not saying that it's not a human thing to do. I just i just feel like we should acknowledge that like this isn't some great moral uprising. This is like the guy is literally on his way out. Mm -hmm. And is is, you know, potentially, you know, coming up for like his lawyers are potentially going to be up for for all kinds of charges like they're they're talking about impeachment again. They're trying to pressure the vice president into invoking the 25th Amendment like there's all kinds of stuff going on here. So if you're Zuckerberg, if you're Jack, you're like, well, there's no way that he could actually help me. So now it's finally okay for me to, you know, hold our terms of service up to account. I think that's totally valid.
2: I hate to be like Pollyanna, like Little Miss Sunshine on this call today, but I, 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 I feel that maybe that's a little pessimistic. Um, what, what I've seen when I've talked to Twitter about policy, and I've, I've never talked to them about Trump directly, is I see people that are really genuine and thoughtful and they, they act very slowly and deliberately, And when they go to the higher ups to make decisions, they, they try to be armed with as much data and they try to think about as many use cases as possible. Um, so I, I really, I, I think, I think it's possible like none of us know, Christina, but I think it's more like here's a direct line of violence. The argument is really it's extremely hard to make that there's a a public interest in this kind of speech when it's directly undermining an election. And, you know, the Capitol has been raided. And I, I feel like it was. I I would imagine my guess would be that the trust and safety team had been pushing for this policy for a while and the, the events gave them the political capital to push through a policy. I mean, I would would guess that that's
0: not inaccurate, but also that still like, I fully believe that there have been people at Twitter this whole time who have been going, please let us ban him. (laughs) But like the fact that it didn't happen until now does mean that they're as Christina was saying, is a group of people at Twitter who are like, "Mm, but what if, oh, let's wait, let's wait and see. Um, And so, yeah, that's, that's why I feel, I feel like high five Christina for our pessimism (laughs) over here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, to your point, Brie, I don't think you're wrong, but you also said that they finally have the political capitals do it. I think that's exactly my point. Like they didn't feel like they had, the opportunity or the political capital to do it. And part of that political capital is that he is now toxic and right. he's toxic in a way that if you're any company, you don't want to be associated with it. Like it, it's why his members of his cabinet are resigning. It, it's which, you know, is, is even more laughable because they're like, Oh, I I don't want this stink on me. It's like, yeah, too bad. <laughs> That's freaking late. <laughs> you're, you're never serving on a public board, that it's not, you know, Amway ever again. You know what right, I mean? Like right. at this point, people are, are doing this because they're trying to save their own social standings. I'm not saying that there aren't people at Twitter who've been trying to do this because I think they have, but Yeah. High five, Simone, for pessimistic squads.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Both of you are journalists, I just have to We're say. We're going to bring I this said, up with uh, our therapist, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, it's. I do think it's really notable, though, that when you're talking about real-world harm, when he directly threatened the people of Iran and threatened to destroy their cultural works, mm-hmm. when he praised Nazis in Charlottesville, mm-hmm. when he has when he completely dehumanized certain people over and over, when he's thrown racial invective... Uh, when he's talked about uh, United States Congresswomen in in dehumanizing terms, none of that uh, rises to a level. And I agree that like uh, when you have insurrectionists taking over the Capitol and planning a second violent insurrection on the twentieth, uh, that is a very serious situation. I just want credit because I was for this policy just back during the Nazi stuff. <laughs> so
0: You truly you know? are ahead of our time. That's right. <laughs> You're visionary.
2: That's right. Um, I feel like, yeah, we're an adult show. Can we, can we at least, um, I feel like all of us are for this policy. I also think all of us, like we have two journalists here. I mean, there are, free speech implications oh, yeah. that I think we need to talk about. You know, Edward Snowden put out a tweet today. He's very clearly against it. I mean, uh, how do either of you have reservations in that vein?
0: No, I don't. Cause he's just said so many horrendous and like things towards inciting violence. And I feel like as, I mean, Josh Hawley had his little temper tantrum because he can't publish his book this week it's not a free speech issue. It's an issue of somebody doesn't owe you a platform. Trump can go stand in like Times Square for all I care and say whatever he wants to say. um, Like the absolute clown that he is. And I love clowns. I mean, no disrespect to clowns. (laughs) Um, So to me, it's not a free speech issue. And I, yeah. And I, I kind of, I have, I had mixed feelings all along about the, well, it's in the interest of news. He's a public figure. We have to keep him on Twitter when he so clearly was just violating policies right and left. Uh, so that's that's kind of my my feeling on it. I don't know. I'm open to other I, opinions, I, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I will say this. I think that it's really interesting that um, Emily Raj, uh the, the model um, and um, essayist, basically um, whatchamacallit um, said the same thing yesterday and was dragged for it. And then Stoughton says this and everybody is like having a conversation. So I will point that out because I do think that's interesting. She made the exact same point yesterday that this was going to lead to potentially leftist groups being censored. And that was her fear. And I have to say, I do share that concern. Uh, It's less so much of is this a pure free speech issue? No, it's not. Obviously this is a platform and and they can shoot, pick and choose who they want. Uh, and he has other ways of getting his message out. Of course. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that he is, uh, you know, for the next 13 days, 12 days, whatever, still president of the United States, hopefully that whole, but, shorter. but, you know, but, but like, like worst case scenario, he is still, president of the United States, which means that if he wants to have press conferences, if he wants to have media attention, he can get that, right? Like he has a megaphone. He doesn't need Twitter to do that. Uh, that said, what bothers me, so it's not so much with him. Of course, he has other platforms, but I do have concerns that by making this action and by doing it as late as they've done it, and this is why I'm bothered by them taking the stance so late and, and as I said, so performatively, is that I do fear that this gives Uh, I guess, uh, credence for making decisions to ban other types of groups that are merely making people uncomfortable. And that is where I do think that you could look at, again, it's not true free speech in a government sense, but it is speech in terms of how we communicate and and speech in terms of what these platforms have historically allowed and not allowed. And I do feel like, and I've said this from the beginning, you know, we can laud a lot of these types of um, actions. The problem is, is that, If you go too far, these are things that will come back and affect people that you care about too, which is why I've typically been much more of a free speech absolutist. I mean, obviously there, there are always going to be, you know, people are always going to have their line, but that's why I've in my whole life been like such a big ACLU kind of free speech person because my fear has been, okay you are in favor of these actions when it is affecting people that you are disagree with and that you find harmful. But when yeah. those same policies mm-hmm. can be turned around, I do feel like that can be crazy. And we've seen that. We've seen that happen throughout history. And that's the only thing that gives me pause.
2: Yeah. And I, 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 I share that reservation, Christina. I do think this is such an unusual edge case. And the question is really going to be, if, 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 we see this policy being applied overly broadly to people. I think all of us on rocket will be the first people to stand up and, and, and defend against that. Right. I think even if it were were people we don't agree with politically, like I think we would defend most political speech. I think this is like the ultimate edge case.
1: Right. I I agree. I just hope that it is an edge case. My fear is that because we've seen how, poorly these policies have been enforced in the past and how haphazardly and how late these companies have been to doing anything and have basically had to be browbeaten into it. I do worry that they could then be very easily browbeaten into enforcing them in situations where it's not applicable. And at that point, I do feel like it does become a difficult debate to have with any nuance because people say, go, oh, well, you banned this person.
2: Yeah. You know? I mean, a precedent has certainly been set. I, I really agree with that. I also have to say, you know, there's a, there's a real sense out there, uh, with my own side, the left that I, I often see people making jokes or calling for violence, like in a way that is very, uh, casual, Right. And then they act surprised when they get banned from Twitter or Facebook or have to face some consequences for that. The rules are the rules are the rules are the rules. I mean, I've never been banned from Twitter. And I, I do think that, like, if we're going to take this step, I think we need to be prepared for these kinds of rules to apply to everyone. Right. And I mean, that is a subtlety I am happy to trade off with, Um I just think people need to be realistic. That's the world we're entering right now. Mm-hmm.
0: I I am on the, I think, side of this has to be a huge edge case. So as always, I'm in the middle. <laughs> 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 All right. So the second a little topic for our bonus episode is it looks like Apple is threatening to pull the app Parlay from the app finally. store.
1: Now, this is where I'm going to say finally, because... Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Gab was was pulled and was was you know effectively deplatformed by a lot of places because of Charlottesville. Parler, they've been planning Parley, however you want to say it. They they were planning this insurrection this attack on parlay. Like they were we all saw this. This was happening on Twitter too, but we all saw this happening. Last week, Apple was uh, sent a letter to a developer who has a utility app for Mac called Amphetamine, which was kind of a, a take on a, an older app that hadn't been updated in a long time called Caffeine that will keep your system basically always on. It's a very useful utility. I've used it for years. And the name Amphetamine is, is funny, right? They, it, they've they even featured it. They've threatened to pull the app because of references to drugs. Now, they ended up relenting after the media attention as they are want to do. But it struck me that that developer is getting, like, his livelihood, and I don't even know if he makes money off that, but he's basically getting, like, you know, his app threatened because of the name. And the stuff that's been happening on Parler, it's just now that they're now finally sending this, this social media service, like, oh, we might take you down.
2: Can, so, we, can we just take half a second, just in case our listeners may not be up to date on Parler sure. and what the news is there? Yeah. Um, so Parler is it is uh, basically it's a Twitter alternative. It was started by the same uh, family behind Breitbart, the Mercers. They had a huge, uh, they require your phone number when you sign up, and all those records were leaked a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> not a great uh, track record with uh, cybersecurity A. Uh, but what the news is that we're talking about is There's obviously been a lot of speculation that Trump, after being banned, will just go over to Parler. At the same time, Apple uh, has threatened, has given Parler 24 hours to institute a, uh, a moderation policy uh, and to take down some of these things. It should be noted that today in major press, repeatedly, you can see people calling for violence and organizing uh, another violent insurrection for the 20th uh, on Parlor. And yeah, you know, they basically have a an approach that anything goes. So, just wanted to give people uh, a kind of basis of where the topic yep. is.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call on that. So yeah, so I mean, I, look, I'm happy that they're finally doing this. I just, I just feel like this is one of the cases where I do get annoyed because Apple has had very clear rules and has been very like keen to enforce their own senses of morality and ethics for years and years. And I do, I, I had a, actually a conversation with Grant yesterday. Um, it might might have been the day before where I was like, why the hell is Parlour still online? Like, why is mm. it still in the app store? Like, why, why can you go after an app because it's called amphetamine and, and you're gonna get like angry because no one's complained about it, but you're you're saying it draws allusion to drugs. But that this app where people are actively calling for violence is completely like it's it's now, it's today, it's Friday that they're finally issuing that you have 24 hours to institute these policies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm 100% there with you. I think it is the most reasonable policy in the entire world. Um, You know know what you're signing up for when you get an iPhone. It's these kinds of moderation policies. Apple's been very uh, consistent in applying these rules. I'm not going to say they've done a perfect job. But overall, this is is what they've done. And um, I was actually very surprised back with the cybersecurity breach that they didn't take a, a stronger stand here, so I think it's a very common sense thing. And and more than that, um, I I would really call for every single major uh, place like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, all of these tech companies. There is legitimate fear. That uh, you know, there's going to be a violent insurrection on the twentieth again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now, to a certain extent, something like the Donald dot ask, um, yeah, that is kind of like you can't control everything. None of no. us want like a government lockdown, the internet, and oh I definitely we don't should want that. right. We should find uh, law enforcement to be able to <laughs> make an account there and uh, you know, give intelligence where appropriate., uh, but I do think my my worry is less that it's happening and more about the virality that it could catch other people up in it. So um, I I do think it's time for, if you have a policy against uh, encouraging violence on Facebook or Reddit or Twitter, I I think you have a role in kind of uh, making sure the 20th goes okay.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I know we said when the election was happening, like it was time for the social media platforms to right the wrongs of 2016 Uh, it now is that time again. That was not a one time. Oh, we fixed it thing. Like now is it's go time because honestly, like I, I was not, I, I, a lot of people expected something to go horribly, horribly wrong on Wednesday. Uh, I was not necessarily maybe because I wasn't as tuned into the news as I should have been, but I've certainly been dreading. Ever since Election Day, I've been dreading the 20th and worried about what's going to happen on the 20th. So if they're not ready for this, they have zero excuse because there has been no moment over the last four years, certainly not the last year and certainly not the last months that have not indicated that something will happen on that day.
2: I, I have to say this. I mean, I, I really hope people can appreciate just how much worse Monday could have been. Uh, you know, pictures have come out. You have people in there with piles of uh, police handcuffs. It certainly looks like they were prepared to take hostages. They had weapons. They had mace. They had guns. Um, you know, this could have been a, a mass mass shooting, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. And, uh, you know, there's, um, I'm really glad to see reporting coming out about, uh, the failures leading up to this with the Capitol police. Um, I really hope we're not going, I hope we're going to be a lot more prepared on the 20th, but you know, this is a, this is an incredibly serious situation. Mm -hmm.
0: Totally agree. Well, I think that wraps up our little lightning bonus episode for you. We'll be back.
2: we got to talk about Christina's headphones. Can we just throw it in there? No, since we're, we're saving it for a regular all... episode. You're Come right? on, it's Friday okay. night. Okay, okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, we'll be back with you next week, as usual, for a regular episode of Rocket. We'll be talking about Christina's AirPods Max, so we'll finally get the <laughs> yeah. review on that. And until then, hey, um, should we do our regular thing where we can find ourselves online?
2: Yeah, we'll do it really quick. Why quickly. not? Rory,
1: where can we find you online?
2: We're blue. Whoa,
0: Christina.
1: Film underscore girl on the Twitters and the Instagrams and hopefully wearing a hat uh, that says daddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's maybe dessert next week. We'll see. You can find me on Twitter at Doom Quasar. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Rockets. We'll see you next week. And this episode is terminated. Terminated.
1: Terminated. terminated.